Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hello, I'm Listening with you, Wifi, and me, Wifi. <laughs> God damn it. Hello, welcome back to Hello, I'm Listening. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Hello, I'm Listening with me, Wifi, and Danny. You're Wifi and Danny. No, with me, Wifi, and you, Danny. Hello, welcome back. <laughs> Wait again. Hello, welcome back to a new episode of Hello, I'm Listening with me, Wifi, and this woman, wife. Yeah, but maybe, maybe it's not a new episode when this person is listening to it. Hello and welcome to an old episode you're <laughs> listening right now, which is maybe new or old. Or, you know what I thought about it <laughs> yesterday? Yep. Somebody could about? listen to this right now yeah. while we along did. That's creepy. Like, if you are listening to this right now and it's the year 2330... Hit us up on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Write us a message. And we'll ghost you. But not in the way that's like that kids say today. We'll we'll actually respond but as ghosts. That'll be the new form of ghosting. <laughs> no, but that's true. It could be that that those recordings end up on some server at some point somewhere and and I mean it's most likely not happening. <laughs> you don't know. Could be that maybe in two hundred years we're like super super popular. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, it's Halloween. Almost. I mean, it could be it could be over already for some people. So happy Halloween to people. Best I, holiday ever. And since Danielle um, had. Not a great idea for the podcast this week. I had a no, I'm kidding. It was my idea for the podcast. <laughs> Danielle had the great idea to copy one of our old episodes. <laughs> we didn't do an episode. That's what I asked you. I said, I want to do this as an episode. And I know that we've talked about it. We talked about creepy stories. Yeah, but I don't think we made a full episode out of it. Yeah, we did. Really? Yes. I don't know. Yes, we did. But it doesn't matter. Because it's Halloween and we thought we are going to enlighten you people with some true creepy as fuck stories. And before and we do by it, true, we mean just stories from real people sharing their experiences. So whether they're yeah. true or not, we'll never really yeah. know. Yeah. But and they're basically from the internet, creepy. Reddit and stuff. So um, if you hear your own story, shout out to you. Um, <laughs> But before we do that, uh, I just want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast. Follow, rate the podcast. Rate the podcast. Head over to our Patreon. Look there what we have to offer there. And then maybe subscribe and help us out a little bit. That would help us a lot. And um, thank you to everybody who keeps listening to our episodes, even though we are not that great. That's not true. Okay. Even though we are great, but You know, not... the people who do listen to our podcast, I get feedback from once okay. in a while me too and they say that our podcast is unique and they really enjoy it because it feels like they're having a conversation with us it's uniquely stupid no but they feel like they're having a conversation with us like they it doesn't That's a lot of people say they don't said, yeah, i get that a lot <laughs> by a lot i mean like the few people that <laughs> have told me but the people who do listen have all said that you know, that it I feels like we're like in the room your with them mom we're having a conversation. talking about the podcast behind our backs. And she's like, yeah, those two poor souls think they're funny. They think they're they're so hilarious and so unique. With My mom thing. sounds 
awfully similar to Mrs. Butterscotch. No, Mrs. But I'm Mrs. Butterscotch. I was just it's the same voice. No, it's not the same. <laughs> How dare you, woman? That's my voice. I was just doing acting out as your mom because your stupid husband of yours can't do it right. Don't call my husband stupid. I'll call your husband he's whatever. He's a little cranky sometimes, but he's not stupid. Oh, he's pretty stupid. <laughs> I saw him the other day figuring out how to open the door. <laughs> As he would have never opened the door before. Yeah, says the woman who has been stuck here in apparently a coffin for, I, I don't know how many years. I live here now, dear. But do you know how and to And I leave? choose to live here. Ooh. I'm not I'm not a prisoner. Mm. That's right, Mrs. Butterscotch. You're not at all. We don't try to get ransom for you. <laughs> From who? <laughs> From our family, goddammit. The Butterscotches. Butterscotches, they're wealthy. Yeah, a wealthy family. Okay. Yeah. Did they invent Butterscotch candy? No, they don't. And Butterscotch have pudding? nothing sorts of going on like that. Okay. Yeah, they're poor farmers in the Spains. You just said they're wealthy. Yeah. They have a lot of land. Yeah, but then how can they be poor farmers yeah, in they... Spain <laughs> if they're poor they're Spains, or if they're wealthy? They're Spains. But how? That doesn't make any sense. Danielle, that's just how it is, okay? Let's okay. just leave it. Let's just leave it at that, woman. Okay. All right. Okay. You don't miss your family, Mrs. Butterscotch? I mean, I do, but they kind of abandoned me when I left. Oh, we have thousands of letters that Voifi just never gave you. Oh, I've read some of them. I don't care. Also, I can't really read, so. <laughs> I thought you were this super worldly person who spoke tons of languages. I do. You can't read? <laughs> I can't. No, I never learned how to read. Don't judge a book by its cover. If I mean, you, can't you read definitely it. can't judge a book. <laughs> or maybe that's the only thing you can do. You can only judge a book by its cover. That's what I've been doing the whole time I've been here. Okay. I've said, oh, this book looks stupid. This looks fun. This looks stupid. I was asking her, like, how on earth do you make those, like, uh, you know, ratings? Mm -hmm. She said, based on the font. Mrs. Butterscotch's book club. <laughs> <laughs> we have not read any book this week. <laughs> Goodbye. Or she's read, like, a hundred books in a week. She just looks at the covers. <laughs> and, and if there are pictures in it, she can read the pictures. Yeah, you don't really read pictures, but... I mean, you can read pictures if there are letters in the picture, <laughs> which in itself is a word, then again, you know. Yeah. Okay, um, we Anyways. should go over to the to the actual episode. I'm going to start with a creepy story. I'm starting us Wait, off. before before we start the stories, I wanted to ask you, as someone who's not from the U.S., what are your thoughts on Halloween? Do you like Halloween? You know that because a lot Halloween of Austrian people is not from the U.S. It's from Ireland. Yes, I'm aware. It's from the Celtic people. I'm a very big Halloween fan. Um, the thing is, I don't give a crap about Halloween. <laughs> Most Austrian people don't. Trick or treating is like we not did trick or treating really here. as kids, and yeah, we, but it's lame. I remember. I remember we were like one of the only kids that did it back in the day. Yeah, and there's still not many kids who do and it. And sometimes they just, you know, didn't have any sweets, so they gave us money, which we really liked. And <laughs> then we, um, I don't want to say that publicly, but we schemed people at some point uh, saying that we are like from some sort of organization. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> collecting money. Of course you did. <laughs> you know, I guarantee you all those people knew that you were bullshitting him. Probably. I guarantee you. Because you're probably like, we are from the Help Children Now no, 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 Foundation. No. We, we knew what we, we said. We, 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 had a, we had a good, we had, we had a pretty good, pretty good scheme going on. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't give a crap about Halloween. I love the season if it's nice, like yesterday or this morning. I love the fall. Uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday. And I have felt very, um, I get a little sad here around Halloween because I used to have like massive Halloween parties, like costume parties, and would dress up every single year. It was like this, I just, I love it so much. There is a Halloween party. Yeah, Halloween here is weird. Why? It's You've weird. never been to a fucking Halloween party. People here like only dress up as like things that are quote scary. So it's like they take it That's super. True. It's pretty true. No, I mean, all the kids' costumes like are like, fushing. you can be a witch, you can be. A... No, it's been more like fushing for grownups. Like if you actually go yeah. to a Halloween party where for grownups yeah. you see a lot of like pop cultural references and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm also not going to go alone and I know you wouldn't go with me because you wouldn't no, dress up. I, I don't give a shit. But I only don't I'm all, that's why I'm also another, like I'm super excited to have a kid. <laughs> okay. Because then we can celebrate Halloween. Okay. Yeah. So my first story. Okay. I got that off Reddit um, and I stole it basically. But that's again, I'm, I'm yeah. So I, I'm going to read it as it was written on Reddit. A few years ago, my brother would get a call on his cell phone around 2 to 3 a.m. every night. He would answer it and, was this, and it was this hellish sounding noise, like static mixed with screams. He changed his cell number after a month of this and it stopped. Then after a week or so, it began again, the exact same noise, exact same time. Finally, one day he decided to back dial the call. It was an old man that had no clue what he was talking about. Still, the call, calls persisted. If he didn't answer, it would call a few more times. No messages were left. He decided to say screw it, ended his contract with his phone company, switched to a new one, and then got another new number. You guessed it, the screaming static calls continued after a short delay. But this time, he was terrified every night. Unsure why th this was happening, he backed out the number again and got a different person. Around this time, he lost his job and his phone. The call stopped, of course. The phone was discon disconnected now, so... One day, my mom asked me to listen to this weird mes message she got on her home phone. It was the static screaming again. Ooh. We showed my brother and he was freaking out. He back dialed the number again and it said the number was disconnected this time. Never heard from it again after that. Maybe the old man died. I don't know. It's a super creepy story. It seems to me like if he called it back the one time and then an old man answered and had no idea what he was talking about maybe it was like some sort of sign this old man is gonna die because as soon maybe. as then it got disconnected suddenly maybe so maybe it's just that he died and it was like the spirit world trying to i don't know tell people that he was dying maybe he didn't have anybody mm, or yeah i don't know keep going you keep you do one okay this one is called The Grandmas in the Cemetery. And the stories that I found were all um, told to, there's a podcast called Monsters Among Us. And it's basically just about ghost stories. And okay. Um, okay. Jeff, a resident of Dayton, Ohio. Should I do the sound, sound effects? No, please. Okay. Was driving with Could his... Could I do the sound effects, dear? 
no. can do a lot of sound no, effects. No, because okay. it would take away. Look, from, I'm going to. It would take away from the story if you did sound effects. Okay, I did not do this during your story. That's me stirring butter. You tell me to like, okay, come on, read your story. And then you interrupt. And oh, I'm sorry. Keep going, dear. I'm not talking to you, Miss Butterscratch. Keep I'm talking going. to Wifey, who was doing your voice. It's fine. Okay. Jeff, a resident of Dayton, Ohio, was driving with his three-year-old son, Miles, in the back seat when they passed by a cemetery. It was a modest cemetery with only flowers and small plaques. It basically looks like a giant garden, Jeff explains on Monsters Among Us. According to Jeff, as they drove by, his toddler, who'd been happily singing, abruptly stopped, pointed to the cemetery, and exclaimed, look at all those people. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Jeff turned to look, but didn't see a soul. Confused, he asked Miles what he was talking about. All those people over there, his son replied. There sure are a lot of grandmas. Oh, as, no. As Jeff tells it, chills ran down his spine as he asked his son what the people were doing. His son said, they're all standing there looking down at the grass. Completely unsettled by the conversation, Jeff sped up and drove home. Later that same day, he says his young son was watching TV when he turned to Jeff and said, you know, they weren't alive. Thinking Miles was referring to the cartoon he was watching, Jeff asked what he meant. He said, those people we saw, they were all paused. I don't know if my kid has the sixth sense, Jeff says, or if he just has a vivid imagination. Oh, boy. Or it, he just wants to fuck with his dad. But he's three. Oh, Three-year-olds fuck. don't usually have a concept of, like, I'm going to mess with this person yet. I mean, maybe. Maybe we don't know that, you know? I messed with my parents a lot. Not at three. Not like that. Okay. <laughs> I have a similar story, actually. Should I do sound effects? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. No, I'm going to do the sound effects. No. I'm much better at it. Yeah, but then the story would be interrupted because you're the same person. Oh, I'm, I've proven that I'm not, I'm not <laughs> the same person. Okay, tell your story. Okay. My grandfather died last year sometime when my son was maybe a year old. We had dinner with the whole family every Friday night, so my son had seen him several times. My grandfather was a very quiet, proud man, but when he thought he was alone or unseen, he would make silly faces at my son to get a laugh. A couple nights after his funeral, my son, who liked to crawl into bed with us in the middle of the night, started just laughing uncontrollably at like 2 a.m. Oh, no. So I get out of bed to see what's going on, and I find my son sitting in the middle of the living room in the dark, laughing. I say, hey, buddy, what are you doing? In toddler speak, he says, Papa, funny. I got a little nervous for some reason and went to pick him up and bring him to our room for the rest of the night. And as I'm hauling him away he says bye papa and blows a kiss at absolutely nothing i can see no 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 that no. story gives me chills me too <laughs> no 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 that's why you don't want a fucking kid i mean now it's too late but <laughs> fuck kids are fucking scary they say things sometimes imagine you you walk you like your kid is like two or three years old and mm -hmm. just stands and looks into a corner into I mean, a dark kids corner at do night. that anyway yeah and then you're like hey buddy what's up and the kid's like, I've been just talking to my friend over there. You're like, what, what, what are you talking about? Hey, over there, my friend, it's hiding in the shadows. <laughs> it doesn't like light. It says it always comes at night and wants to stay with us forever. <laughs> You're like, God, what do you do? Throw the kid out? <laughs> I could like, say weird if, shit. If I, if, I have a, if I have a demon in my house, I don't want to know. I if the kid is... 
attracting or seeing the demon. No, fuck that. Yeah, Don't tell me about the demon in my I house. I feel like statistically in terms of like the stories that you hear, like with haunted houses or houses that have demons or whatever, I don't think that would happen in this house because you've lived here your whole life. It was it's built. been built on a on a on a Indian cemetery. <laughs> no. But your parents built this house so on a pet cemetery. You know. It has been built on a pet cemetery. And then we have ghost doggos. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, this is called the ghost truck stop. Ooh. On his way to get married, a military man and his best man set off on an 800-mile road trip from Camp Lejeune in North Carolina to Lafayette, Indiana. It's 1 a.m. on a cold January night in 2014, and the man tells Monsters Among Us that the weather is bad and the temperatures are in the negative double digits. Do the, do the, the accent. The weather is bad. The weather was very bad. And the, what was it? The... the Temperatures, what is in the double digits? Negative double digits. And the temperature was in its double digits. Okay. Negative double yeah, digits. So it's cold. Okay. Okay. As the pair close in on Indianapolis, they discover they have no money to pay for gas to refuel the car and are about to run out. Growing up in the trucking industry with my dad, I decided to stop at a truck stop, the man explains. But because the main interstates were shut down due to the weather, they had to get off the highway and search for a truck stop along the back roads instead. We found a smaller truck stop. It had one truck, and it was just kind of strange. It was just a blacked-out truck with blacked-out trailer. There was no real markings on it, nothing distinguishable. They went in hoping a clerk or waitress would spot them a few dollars for gas, enough to make it to Indianapolis, at which time they'd go to the bank, take out cash, and pay back the loan. Mm -hmm. Inside, they found a tidy diner occupied by a waitress, cook, and loan truck driver. I went inside, talked to this driver, and he brought us, bought us a cup of coffee, we sat there and talked for about 30 minutes about what was going on and why, where we were headed, where we were, and what we were doing. And he gave us 20 bucks for gas. I went outside, pumped our gas, came back in, and told him, hey, I really appreciate it. I'll be back. Making good on his word, the man got cash from the bank upon arriving in Indianapolis and returned to the diner. When we arrive at about 10 o'clock in the morning, it's boarded up. He says, it looks like it's been abandoned for years and the truck's gone, but we had just been there. Oh, they pull in away. They pull in anyway and find a police officer parked in the lot. They explain what happened just hours before, to which the cop chuckles and replies, "Oh, you met the ghost of three. Oh, so two military members converse, had a cup of coffee with, interacted with three people at a diner that had a fuel pump. I got twenty dollars worth of gas, says the man. When I came back in, it's been boarded up for, if I remember correctly, the cop had said it had been boarded up for the last twenty five years. Wait up. <laughs> That sounds like one of those X Factor stories. Yeah. Is the story real or was it fabricated for the purpose of that <laughs> show? We, we shall find out at the end of the series. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes. Hi, I'm Jonathan Frakes. Well, that's that's creepy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that they went into the building, both of them, not just one person, mm -hmm. talked with three separate people. Yeah. That's creepy. That's very creepy. Okay. I had awesome parents who let me sleep in the living room on weekend nights when I was very young because my sister was a light sleeper and I could stay up until dawn. But of course, I always end up sleeping on the couch because uh, Nick at Night made me tired. tired. Nick at Night? Nick was, at Night. Nickelodeon. Oh, Nick at hey, Night made me yeah. tired. So one night, I wake up at the prickly feeling like an instinct just bolted into a sitting position and stared out the front window. We lived in rural Georgia, so you can imagine that the magnitude of trees uh, and the, the size of them. 
In perfect black cast from the moon, I see a silhouette of someone in this fucking tree. The family dog dashes to the window and is snarling into the glass. Terrified, I run into my parents' room and try to explain to my parents that there's a strange person outside. Dad grabs something to def something defensive and darts outside with the dogs to beat the wax off the hot head. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I tremble in mama's arms until dad comes home and says he saw... Sounds no like a southern slang yeah. thing. <laughs> he says he saw no one un to go to bed. I decided to sleep in my regular bedroom. I fill in my sister and I fill my sister in as to what happened. Dad is making regular rounds in, around the house with a cup of coffee. We're still, we all still, sorry, we are all still and I finally think I can sleep. I don't know, she probably missed a word mm. there. We're all still fine or I don't know. Um, and finally, I think I can sleep. Nope. I noticed the man outside my window. From what I can see in the moonlight, he gives me a shush signal and yeah. runs away. Just turns around to run a straight line away. I swear I couldn't stop crying for what felt like hours. Creepy. Yes. Creepy, creepy. I mean, that's why you don't want to um, spend your night in torture. I mean, <laughs> my next one is Georgia, in Georgia, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I have three more. How many more do you have? Uh, one more. Okay. But I, I mean, I have more, but those three are my favorites. Okay. This one's called Kidnapping. Kid, the kid is napping. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Like kidnapping. Okay. Like one word. Okay. Okay. On Monsters Among Us, a caller named Joe tells a tells of moving to Georgia from California in the late 1990s. Mm -hmm. Soon after, he says his brother followed him to the Peach State and rented an old house built in the 1800s. Okay. It looked nice from the outside. It did not feel good from the inside, Joe says during the podcast. According to Joe, things seemed off from the moment he helped his brother move into the home. I walked into the house and went, oh man, the hair stood up on the back of my neck and I just felt ill at ease like this place isn't cool at all. Moments later, while carrying items into the bedroom, Joe says he heard whispering. Oh. A heated whispering, almost an argument between two people that seemed to be hovering in the top of the ceiling area above the room. He, Joe ran out of the room and asked his brother... <laughs> Joe ran out of the room and asked uh, his brother if he'd felt something off about the house, too. His brother had picked up on the vibe, but assured Joe that things would be all right. It's fine. It's fine. As long as you're good, her. Joe says he told his brother. I'm <laughs> not good, but I'm not going to help or but I'm going to help you. I'm going home and I probably won't come back here. <laughs> and sure enough, Joe's brother began experiencing un unusual occurrences in the house. The most alarming, however, was when Joe says his young niece was found wandering alone on a busy road with her hand up in the air. Police, oh. police and other agencies were called to investigate the incident. And when asked, his brother's four-year-old, she was four, four-year-old explained that she'd gone for a stroll with, quote, the old lady that lives here. She just wanted to go for a walk. So we went for a walk. <clears throat> Given that the front door was too heavy for a four-year-old to open by herself, no one could understand how she was able to leave the house. According to Joe, his niece said the old lady opened the door. Then we petted the dog for a little bit, then went for a walk. She was so genuine and honest at four years old that he couldn't call her a liar. Joe says during the podcast soon after his brother moved and never returned. Oy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's he again, uh, a reason why to not have kids, um, <laughs> tell you stories like that or in general. I mean, she didn't really tell the story. Uh, she was let out of the house by a ghost and they found uh, her and she had to say what happened. Okay. My last one. 
um, it's super creepy um, and probably real, like 100% real. Minji is in her late 20s. <laughs> yeah, uh, South Korea. And works as okay. an English tutor in South Korea. One evening a few years ago, she was tutoring a high school boy. A high school boy. They were up studying pretty late and the buses stopped running. Being a long way from his house, the boy asked if he could crash on the floor overnight and get the bus first uh, in the morning. Minji was very reluctant because inviting a teenage male student to stay the night didn't sound like a great idea, but he was begging her and eventually she relented. They went back to her one room apartment and she got into the bed while he laid on the blanket on the floor and they both fell asleep. A few hours later at maybe 2 a.m. the boy wakes Minji up. I'm really hungry, he says. Let's go get some food. Minji opens her eyes and looks at him in disbelief. Food? Now? It's 2 a.m. Go back to bed. But the, uh, but the student insists. No, I'm so hungry. Let's eat something now. She tells him that there is some ramen in the kitchen and he can fix himself some. This doesn't satisfy him. He doesn't want to ramen. There is a 24-hour place just down the road. Let's go there. Eventually, after several minutes of persu persuasion, persuasion, the boy gets Minji to come with him to the restaurant. They leave the apartment and head out. As soon as they're on the street, the boy turns to Minji and says, I'm not hungry. I woke you up in the middle of the night and looked under your bed. There is a man sleeping there. They call the police and discover that the homeless man had been living in Minji's apartment and sleeping under a bed for over two months. The boy only saw him because he was lying on the floor, so he had a clear view under the bed. The police arrested the man and thankfully there were no other issues, but that's by far the creepiest thing that's ever happened to anyone I know. Woof. <clears throat> yeah. See, that's well, creepy because it was a real fucking person. What do we learn from that? Always fucking check under the bed. Always check under the bed. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to admit that when I'm home alone and you're like you're away at night, I always look under the bed before I go to sleep. <laughs> Okay, I have two more. Okay. Um, and I'm saving my favorite for last. It might not be quite as creepy, but I find it horrifying. Okay. But this one is a second to last one called The Ventriloquist Doll. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I feel like they're equally creepy, actually. They're good. Okay. Okay. When Marty was a child back in the 90s, she tells Monsters Among Us that she was a fan of ventriloquist Ed Edgar Bergen and his dummy sidekick, Charlie McCarthy. She, by the way, ventriloquism is the fucking creepiest thing in the world, anyways. The problem with those dolls is that they're horrifying. They're horrifying, and if they fall, they follow your eyes around. And oh, so... well, that's, okay. let's keep reading. She says that when her father came across a ventriloquist doll as he wandered through a small magic shop located outside of Santa Rosa, yeah. California. Red flags. Yep, he decided to buy it for her birthday. While ringing up the sale, Marty says the cashier gave her father weird vibes and said to him, you know, when you put your hand inside the doll, he's going to come alive. I mean... Laughing off the comment, he brought the dummy home to his daughter. According to Marty, she was over the moon when her dad gave her the doll, saying, I was so happy when I got that doll, I was obsessed. But before long, strange things began happening. Though impossible because the doll's head was made of hard plastic... She says its expression would change, including his smile. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck it gets <that>. better. <laughs> Worried something would happen to her precious dummy because she loved it so much, Marty's family shut it away in a cupboard most nights. One night, she and her family were awakened by the pitter-patter of steps in their living room. Thinking it was the dog or another family member, they went to look. Oh, no. No one was there. 
except for the doll, who was sitting on the couch. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> we remember specifically we always put it away because I loved that doll so much that I took care of it, Marty says on the podcast. Other strange occurrences began happening. While Marty and her dad were away, her uncle was alone in the house. The uncle says he heard Marty's father calling his name from the living room, even though he wasn't home. When he went to look, he found the doll, once again, sitting on the couch, and no one else. No. All of our family was pretty much scared of the doll, Marty says. People would start hearing their names being called, and we would hear walking at night, so we just decided we needed to get rid of it. Being Mexican and religious... Marty says her parents wanted to burn the doll in case it was demonic. <laughs> they put it on the grill, and according to Marty, it wouldn't burn. <laughs> this doll would not go up in flames at all whatsoever. Oh, fuck that. They tried cutting it up with a knife, but were unsuccessful. Finally, they threw it in the trash can. After the garbage was collected, it's coming back. Marty's dad went to retrieve the bin. In it, the doll. To rid themselves of the dummy, they dug a hole in the backyard, then filled it with cement. Marty and the family have long since moved away, but she says they still think about the doll and the possibility that it eventually might find one of us. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that reminds me a lot of the, the Annabelle story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck that. That's oh, so no. creepy. Oh, no. Yeah, not cool. Yeah. Okay, this is my last one, and it's my favorite one. Okay. Okay. It's called The Borden House. The Borden House. Yeah. I've been there. It's a nice house. I mean, it's a real house, but it's in Massachusetts, and you've never been to Massachusetts. Oh, I've been to Massachusetts because <laughs> you know why? Why? Spirit of Massachusetts. Spirit of what's old and what's new. The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. The spirit of the red, mm -hmm. black, and blue. White and blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. On August 4th, 1892, Andrew and his wife, Abby Borden, were found brutally murdered in their Fall River, Massachusetts home. Oh, no. <laughs> Though murder wasn't uncommon in the late 1800s, the fact that That's they were true. bludgeoned to death with an axe and the main suspect was their 32-year-old daughter, Lizzie Borden, certainly was. The crime and trial that followed made headlines around the world. Lizzie was ultimately acquitted of murder, but she remains forever linked to the heinous killings, as does the home where the crime was committed. Now a bed and breakfast and museum. The Borden home attracts history buffs and thrill seekers. I've read about that. Yeah. Uh, wasn't that on Conan? I don't know. I've, maybe. I'm pretty sure they were there with Conan. Well, then we have to watch that because that's awesome. But, okay. Yeah. Um, the Borden home attracts history buffs and thrill seekers who come to see for themselves if the rumors that the house is haunted are indeed true. When I started working here, it was more of the history. I really didn't care about the paranormal. Suzanne St. John, a realtor and tour tour guide at the Lizzie Borden house tells today.com. Mm -hmm. However, all of that changed after St. John says she experienced a few unusual happenings of her own. Guests tell us they hear laughing and mm -hmm. playing in the middle of the night. Things get moved around, she says, and St. John has experienced a few unusual things herself, saying that once she discovered toys scattered across a room that no one had been in. St. John also talks of a picture that fell over and slid two feet across the floor without any plausible explanation, as well as a closet door that once opened on its own volition. Ooh. On the eve of the anniversary of, the Andrew, and Abby's, of Andrew and Abby's murder, St. John says that she and two other tour guides at the house felt a sudden, sharp, piercing pain in their left eyes, the same exact location of Andrew Borden's fatal injuries. Perhaps the most unsettling, however, this is why this, part, this, is why this one's my favorite, 
Perhaps the most unsettling, however, is the story St. John tells of a tour guide at the Lizzie Borden house who asked her group to silence their cell phones before beginning the tour. Moments later, a guest's cell phone rang. She looked up and said, it's my mom. The tour guide asked if she wanted to leave and take the call, to which the woman replied, she died two years ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's like, dear, dear, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I think I left the stove on. Mom, you've been dead two years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> yeah, creepy. There was another one that I didn't write down because I, but yours reminded me of it. There was with the kid talking to his grandfather. Mm-hmm. There was a girl, it was called like the imaginary friend or something. And there was a girl who was recalling that she had an imaginary friend when she was younger. And he used to talk to him all the time. And um, she said that she was super, super close with her grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like really close with them. And her, especially her grandpa, and they were like best buddies. And later in life, she kind of recalled, oh, didn't I have an imaginary friend when I was growing up? Mm-hmm. Turned out her imaginary friend was her grandpa who had died in 1981 and she was born in 1982. Oh. So she was, and she, he died in the house that she was living in. Mm-hmm. So she was having conversations and she said she knew all of the stuff about his life that oh, how could she possibly know? That's kind of cool. And he and was creepy. telling her all these stories about his life and like the war and mm-hmm. all of the stuff, but wow. she never actually met him. Oh wow! And the and she also said her grandma never came around on his birthday. Okay. Oh wow. It's <laughs> really weird. Oh boy. Okay, so that's yeah. it, everybody. Happy Halloween! Head over to our Patreon if you want to support us there. We appreciate it a lot. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you have not subscribed yet. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you um, yep. listen to podcast. Please. Um, uh, rate the podcast review the podcast uh it's just one click or just a few sentences it would help us a lot to get discovered by people um and yeah that's it that's it happy halloween happy halloween watch out for ghost deer Ooh-hoo-hoo.